All right. Good evening, everyone. Hopefully everyone is having a blessed evening as we are. As always, we'd like to say praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together. Today is April 21st, 2022 in week 168. If you're new around here, welcome to Joy in the Midst of the Storm. This is a program where we like to do weekly live stream Bible studies and shortly upload audio versions to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter. And if you've been with us for a while, as we always like to say, welcome back. Thank you guys for tuning in week in and week out trying to hear what thus says the Lord. Now, as you can see from the title, it says, Faint Not. And that's what we want to do. We want to give up when things get tough, um, but we can't do that. Scripture says those that endure to the end, the same shall be saved. So no matter what the situation is, especially in God, just keep pushing. Keep on pushing. And this is a pre-recorded message, as you can see right under the title. So don't think we're ignoring you if we don't answer your comments. This is just pre-recorded because I had an event to attend. So nonetheless, I'm going to pass it over to Minister Tony Banks. And so we can get started with this evening's message. Prayerfully, you guys get something out of it. Thank you, Melvin. Let us go into a word of prayer as we generally do. We like to uh, follow this tradition because prayer is always in order. So let us go into a word of prayer. Gracious Lord, thank you for uh, this chance that you've uh, given to us. Lord, we thank you for how you continue to be just a wonderful God in our lives. Lord, how you continue to bless us with things that we don't deserve, um, things that we didn't even see coming our way, Lord, but you just continue to uh, day by day just restore us, restore our strength, Lord. Some We, we get tired, Lord, uh, and you allow us to regain strength. Some people never get their strength back. And so, Lord, we just thank you for uh, even those things that seem minor, those things that seem small, uh, the things that seem obsolete. Lord, help us to just always remain grateful and humble, Lord, uh, no matter what happens to us in this life, Lord, continue to remind us there's still a reason to have joy in the midst of a storm. Uh, as we said in one Bible study, Lord, help us in the moment. Help us to have the right mind in the moment. Uh, the right attitude in the moment. And so, Lord, uh, with all these blessings, we're praying uh, in your holy name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So tonight uh, we are talking about not fainting. And this, this, uh, this topic came to my mind as I was corrected on uh, I actually was with me I'll say this with me being a a preacher it's hard for me (laughs) it's very hard for me to not turn everything into a lesson (laughs) it's hard for me to do that it's extremely hard for every little thing that I hear for it not to turn into some type of Bible study. It's really hard. And so uh, I had a meeting with my my keyboard teacher recently, and um, he got on to me about not being consistent enough. Uh, Yeah, I've, I've worked at things. I've made improvements in that area. But I still have not been consistent enough. And so 
you know, like I said, everything is a Bible study to me. Because I think about my mind, I started thinking about how consistent am I? I'm not even talking about you. How consistent am I in God? You know, things I need to be doing, praying, reading, things I need to be doing. How consistent am I? And so that just had been on my heart to be even more consistent, regardless of how well, you know, the the person, my teacher didn't applaud me and say, well, you know, you sound, you know, so much better than you were. He didn't do that. He got on to me about the things I need to do better. And I like that type of correction. And so as it pertains to God, I began to think, where am I fainting? Where am I throwing in the towel? I, my mind went to the other night. You know, I said, yeah, I'm going to read something. And I did whatever other things I had to do. And I ended up falling asleep. Didn't read a single thing that night. And I thought about it that next day. I said, you know, I was supposed to read yesterday. And my mind falls to this same topic all over again. How consistent am I really being? How consistent? Now, I know I've did certain things I've read at this time. You know, I read that day. Oh, that's nice and all. But where am I fainting, though? Where, where am I throwing in the towel? Where am I giving up? And so that's what we're talking about tonight. How consistent can you be? You know, if a person plays in a sport, uh, you can take a basketball player. You can take LeBron James, Steph Curry, Kobe Brown, whoever you want to take. We look at, uh, a person will look at someone of that caliber and say, wow, that's a great person. You know why we feel that way? Because that person is consistently good. They consistently, if it's Steph Curry, he can consistently hit three-pointers. If it's LeBron James, he can consistently win games for his team, scoring, assisting, whatever. That's what separates someone who's great at something. It's consistency. Because, you know, every other guy in the NBA, they can shoot a three-pointer. Every single guy there, he can hit a three. Whether he takes threes in games or not. You get him into some practice. He can shoot a three. He can make one. But can he consistently do it? That's where the difference is. And so as it pertains to God, how consistent can you be? Yep, you can read, you can read, you know, (laughs) one time a month. We can go to church maybe once or twice a month. How consistent can we be, though? Can you consistently do the right things? Can you consistently? This is what separates us. This is what separates us. There are going to be some who remain consistent. And there are going to be some that the circumstances. See, I'm not saying you have to read, you know, 15 hours out of the day. I'm not telling you that. I'm not telling you. You know, I'm not putting a number on anything. That's that's the point I'm making. But how consistent can we be with things pertaining to God? We cons- Do we consistently hear the word of God? How consistent can we be with it? 
And so that's what, uh, as I was corrected on some things the other day, as far as, you know, like I said, my keyboard uh, goes, I started thinking about my life and God. See, he, he doesn't, I mean, this guy, my teacher was talking. He didn't know what was going through my mind. But God was dealing with me on something else. How consistent can you be in me? And that's something we all have to ask ourselves. How consistent can I, can I be? Because we're consistent with a lot of things now. I, I go to my job every day, uh, virtually every day of the week. I'm consistently there, regardless of how tired I am, regardless of anything else going on in my life. I'm consistently there. But when it comes time for some things of God, say, oh, man, kind of tired, kind of don't feel well. Some things show up and we say, well, maybe another time. I recognize that it happens. But how consistent can we be? Will you faint? A scripture told us, he said, don't get weary and well-doing. We get tired, though. The consistency begins to stop. But will you faint not? So I want to look at Jesus talk about this. Uh, he, he talks about this topic in Luke chapter 18. And let's pick it up in verse 1, Melvin. And he spake a parable unto them to this end. Now, this is the end of the parable. This is what the conclusion of. This is uh, a summation. This is uh, the main idea of this parable. What's the main idea, Mel? That men ought always to pray and not to faint. We've got to be consistent. We got to continue praying and not faint. But now you must know that with prayer comes action. It's not enough to pray alone. James told us. Uh, in the book of James, I can't remember if it's the second chapter or the third, but he said, can faith alone save this person? Won't work. You got to act on this. Prayer alone won't do it. You have to keep going and remain consistent. That's what really makes the difference. We know the scripture. We've said it countless times. God is a rewarder to those who diligently seek him. Those people who continue time and time again, regardless. Sometimes people, as people of God, we don't understand. We don't understand, you know, the scriptures we read. We don't understand why God's doing what he's doing. And for some people, that makes them faint. They say, well, I'm just done with all of it. I'm done following God. You know, there, there's so many things. We talked about distractions a while back. So many things cause us to just stop altogether. We say, well, I was doing it right for a while and I didn't get the results that I wanted. I didn't get this that I wanted. We're looking for some certain thing that we hadn't got, so we just quit. We allow people to hold us back. Uh, so-and-so said this about me. 
People were laughing. And we stopped doing the exact things God told us to do. We faint. How consistent can you be, though? This is what God had put on my mind. How consistent can I be? I I know you're doing some things right. That's good. But how consistently can I do them? How, How can I... How long can I keep it up? He tells me not to faint. Don't get weary and well-doing. Yeah, you're doing a good job. You might be doing a good job. But how long can you do a good job? See, after a while, we say, man, they think I'm going to keep doing this. (laughs) We do this at a job all the time. Sometimes you're you're doing some stuff and you might feel somebody's getting over on you. And you say, you know what? I'm going to do it this time, but... They're not going to keep me doing this. <laughs> we faint. We quit. And we carry that same attitude over into God's kingdom. Some things God doesn't want us to quit on. And we give up. We try for 30 seconds. We try for a few minutes. And we quit. The scripture tells us the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak. We start to faint. We know Jesus went and prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane. And he went and prayed. He came back. His disciples were already asleep. Now, I'm not casting stones at them because had that been me, probably would have did the same thing. He chose them for a reason. I believe he chose some strong people. That's what I believe. Now, I don't believe he chose somebody that was weak and that couldn't get the job done. And so if they couldn't get the job done, what could I do? But when he came back, they were asleep. They had fainted. But now they were in training. They were in training. And so now we might get tired. We might quit on certain things. But we're learning to not faint. We're learning to not give up. That's what this is about, growth. Can you grow? Are you willing to grow? So let's pick it up here. Luke chapter 18. And read verse uh, one over again for us, Mel. And he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Keep praying. Keep the faith. Keep holding on. That's what we're talking about. But you know, if you run out of faith, your actions change. It always comes back to your actions. It always. Your actions are a direct representation of your faith. That's what somebody out there does not understand. You cannot be saved by faith alone. Because James said, look, I'll show you my faith by my works. You'll know exactly what I believe because of how I'm going to live, the things I'm going to do. So every day, people are showing their faith by their actions, by their works. So as we read this parable now, I want to show you this woman not only prayed, but she also acted. You cannot separate the two. So now, 
Let's pick it up in verse two, because this is the parable that Jesus told them. Saying, there was in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded man. Now, you know, this is a rough person here, Melvin. <laughs> this fellow's rough. He is a judge now who has no respect for God, Don't doesn't care about people. He doesn't believe in God. And you know, this fellow is rough. When you have somebody that doesn't even respect God, what do you think they'll do for you? They won't respect you either. So he feared not God, neither did he care about any any other person. Let's read. And there was a widow in that city. Now, if this man already has, you know, he doesn't care about the opinion of anyone. He doesn't care about the well-being of people. Now he has a widow lady, a widow here. He's definitely not going to care about what she has to say, especially not her. Go ahead, ma'am. And she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of mine adversary. Now, the scripture doesn't tell us what she wanted him to do. Never does tell us. But nonetheless, now this, she went beyond praying now. She went beyond praying because it says she came unto him and she said, look, you need to avenge me. This goes beyond prayer. We we have to know we got to go beyond prayer, but keep praying. Keep holding on to whatever hope you have to the hope that is in Christ. Can you remain consistent though? That's what separates all of us, that consistency. Can you keep going? You know, one of the, (laughs) as people, one of the hardest things for us to be consistent with, that's exercising. Now some people just might not exercise at all and that's okay. You don't have to. The Bible tells us there's a little profit in it. You don't have to exercise to be saved. But it's still a good practice now. And so, that's one of the things that even for me, I haven't did much recently. Hadn't been consistently doing it. But even if I don't consistently go to the track or uh, lift weights, What about my walk with Christ, though? Am I consistent in that? That's what matters the most. Doesn't matter how how much, uh, how many bench press, (laughs) how many pounds I can do on the bench press. It doesn't matter. Am I consistent with God, though? How am I staying in His Word? Am I staying prayerful? Am I continually meditating on the Word of God? Am I continually doing the right things every day? Even if I mess up, am I continually saying, God, God, please help me not to do that again. I'm wrong. Am I humble enough to admit my faults? This is what he's looking for. Somebody who won't quit. Somebody who won't give up. Yeah, you might have made a mistake. But are you just going to quit because of that? Because things got tough. Because the situation got out of control. Are you going to faint because of that? 
He told us the parable until this end, that you would faint not, that you continue to pray and faint not. There is help on the way. We talked about the in the Bible study last week, the comforter. That's what he gave us the Holy Ghost for, to comfort us in these times where we want to faint. That's what the Holy Ghost is telling us tonight. Faint not. You don't, you don't have to quit just because the circumstance seems unbearable. Notice it seems this way, but he won't put any more on you than you can bear. You just don't even know what you're capable of. You don't even know. But God sees in you what you don't see. So he's saying, still, faint not. Let's read, man. And he would not for a while. He wouldn't do it for a while. That means she went to him multiple times. See, she didn't faint. She was consistent. God rewards consistency. We did a Bible study on that some time back. He rewards consistency. If you just keep working at things, he rewards this. But our problem as people, and don't get me wrong, I wish it were this way too. We want it all easy. We want things that I don't have to put in any work for, much or any at all. I don't want to have to put in work for it. If a person wants to learn an instrument, the first thing we say is, man, this is hard. And we faint. We quit. If a person wants to do anything, somebody wants to go to school. Yeah, we start out saying, yeah, I want to go. <laughs> I want to go to Ole Miss. Once you get in there and start taking these tests, you say, oh, man, that major was too hard. I don't know why I have to learn all of that. <laughs> and so we faint. We faint. Because naturally, as people, we want it all easily. We want everything to be easy for us. And don't get me wrong. I wish things were easy. But one thing I do know is I've got to keep going. There's, there's a reward to being consistent. There's a reward to it. Oftentimes I think about the, the baby, a young toddler who can't even walk. And their parent or guardian begins to hold their arms and baby begins to try to make a few steps. And you know that baby falls. That baby has a hard time. But you know, even this child can be consistent. Even this child now. Even this child. There's some things you can learn from a child. The word of God tells us we need to come as a little child. That, that child comes so consistently. This child now perseveres through pain. This child perseveres now. And you know, over time, it's incredible how God rewards the consistency. See, there's a lot of stuff you can learn from a child. Don't, don't become too high-minded and think. You can't learn something from someone who's younger. 
people feel this way. I know stuff. I don't want to hear nothing from no young guy or from no child either. But you have already been deceived. That child is so consistent. And in that, God rewards them. After a while, that child can walk. After a period of time now, it's going to take some falling. It's going to take some struggle. It's going to take some missteps and some mishaps. But over time, God steps in. You you can't tell me this isn't God. This is God allowing this to happen. Over time, this child can do it. You ought to just see how God rewards your consistency. So many people, so many times I talk to people and they say, well, you know, it's hard for me to understand this and understand that. But you know, there's something about consistency. Can you be consistent even when you don't understand what God is talking about, even in the word of God, even if you read and you say, man, I don't understand what I read. Are you humble enough to ask some questions? Or are you too proud? Are you ashamed? You don't want anybody to know. You don't know a certain thing. Some people are like this. Will you be consistent and read it? Will you be consistent? Hear the word of God. Will you be consistent in praying? Will you be consistent in making the right decisions every day? We know there's some things God told us not to do. And after a while, sometimes people become fed up and they say, well, it didn't work yesterday. And so they they faint. They quit on God. But so now let's get back to where we were. The lady here, the widow. Start us over uh, in verse four. And he would not for a while. Now, I don't know how long this while was. But he wouldn't do what she said. It told us he didn't regard man. He he didn't care about what she was asking him for. It, It didn't bother him. Wow, I sure feel bad for this woman. He didn't care that she was, she heard his story. Or excuse me, he heard her story. She's a widow. She she doesn't have anything. I don't know how much family she had, but she was a widow. She lost her spouse. And now she's asking him, to me, I think she's asking because she needs some help. She needs some help now. And he would not do it for a while, but she kept praying. She kept on coming back, being consistent and asking, will you do this? He said, no. See, we often think because we didn't get what we wanted today, we're not going to get it. It might be something God wants you to have. But just because you ask for it today, that doesn't mean it's coming today. That doesn't mean God doesn't love you because he didn't give it to you today. We're so spoiled as people right now. Because... You know, people that cared about us, they gave us whatever we wanted when we asked. No minute, (laughs) Uh, 
kids ask us for something today, we got to run and get it. I mean, we'll sprint to the store and get it for them. We'll sprint to Amazon. Got to get it for them. Uh, my baby asked. <laughs> got to do it. Everything's so right now for people. Even in our culture as a whole, we can order something on Amazon today. They say, hey, I'll get it to you in two days. If that's too long, I'll do overnight shipping for you. They're trying to get it as fast as possible. They're trying to get it to you same day. I'm sure they're working same day. You can order this today. It'll be here tonight. They already can. This is, if they stay close <laughs> this is This is the world we live in. We say, man, I got to have it today. And so since we're so used to this, some things that God even wants us to have, he's saying, you know what? Let me see if you're going you're gonna to quit, though. If you're faint, can you hold on for Can you be patient? We don't have any patience. Even if you don't see the progress today, will you keep working at this? There's so many times we get discouraged. People get discouraged because they don't understand the word of God and they quit. You know, it reminds me of a group of people. Jesus told them, he said, except ye eat of my flesh and drink of my blood, ye have no part in me. These people heard him say, they said, man, what? What, what, what is he talking about? This is a hard saying. Who can hear this? And those people left him, didn't walk with him again. They quit because they didn't even understand what he was talking about. We're that same way. We don't even understand what God is doing in our lives. And before we can see the results, we quit. Before we even get that reward that we had worked for, we quit. And so that's why Jesus is telling us this parable here. He said, don't faint. Don't quit. Keep praying, even if what you're looking for hasn't happened. Can you still pray this prayer, Lord? Remove the, you know, the prayer that Jesus prayed. He said, Father, remove, let this cup pass from me. Remove this from me. I don't, let me not go through this. Nevertheless, not my will, but thy will. Can we have that prayer or does that prayer faint? We stop saying, Lord, not my will. Lord, this, this ain't my will and I don't want this. <laughs> I don't want to go through this, God. Are you going to faint? So, she came to him for a while now, and he was—he kept saying no. Doesn't tell us how many times, all right? But afterward, he said within himself, though I fear not God, nor regard man. He said, now this has nothing to do with this woman as far as me co being concerned about her situation. This has nothing to do with God. He said, but you know what? I'm going to do something here. Let's see what happens. Yet because this widow troubled me, I will avenge her. Lest by her continual coming, she weary me. He said, man, she been here enough. 
She's getting on my nerves enough as it is. I don't want her coming back anymore. <laughs> I don't want her coming back. I don't want to see her again about this matter. Probably didn't want to see her again at all about any matter. He said, you know what? Just because she, she's really getting on my nerves. <laughs> That's what we would say. There, there's so many times that people can ask us something. And you might say no at first. But if they keep on bothering you about it, you say, look, fine. <laughs> Here. Oh, you're bothering me. That's what happened here. But Jesus used this because this actually happens to us. But he's showing us the power of being consistent. That's really what he's trying to show us the power of. Being consistent. Can you consistently do what God told you to do? There's power in it. There's power in it. We're dealing with an unjust judge here. Let's let's read. And the Lord said, hear what the unjust judge said. Jesus said, pay attention to what this unjust judge said. Now, this man isn't even saved. But he said, I want you to notice something he said. See, you, if you have your eyes and ears open, you can learn some lessons from people. I'm not telling you to go and seek these people. I'm not telling you, look, find you an unjust person and just go camp out by them and and just learn from them. No, that's not what happened here. But because of the situation and because of how she got involved with this person, Jesus is saying you can learn something now. Let's see what he's telling us. And shall not God avenge his own elect, mm-hmm. which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them? Mm-hmm. I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth? You know, there's people out here. We are trying to get someone to avenge us. Someone has did us wrong. Good God Almighty, somebody's did people wrong out here. And we are trying to get someone to avenge us. But he says, I want you to know something. Shall not God avenge his people? She was going, this lady was going to the unjust judge trying to get this handled. He said, don't you think God is going to avenge his children speedily at that. It's going to happen speedily. That, that, this is what gives me the confidence to keep going, regardless of who does me wrong, regardless of how I feel about certain situations. I might not agree with everything people do. If somebody talks bad about me, if somebody lies about me, if somebody does whatever they do, this helps me to go on and faint not because I I know somebody out there doesn't understand this. See, somebody thinks they have to go and get somebody back. But I know. He told me he's going to avenge. I don't even have to worry about it. But he said, yes. Yes. He said, he's going to avenge. But now catch the last part. Let's pick up the last, read that last sentence again. 
Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, he's coming now, but when he comes, mm -hmm. shall he find faith on the earth? Is he going to find somebody who's still being consistent? That, that's what he wants to know. Are you still going to be doing what he told you to do? Or will you get fed up? Will you get tired? Will you become frustrated? Will you stop altogether? See, there's a lot of people who start out in this thing fired up. I mean, so much hunger, so much passion, so much desire. And we lose that burning desire. It's no longer there. My mind always goes to the book of Revelation, chapter 2. I can't remember what church it was. He said, look, I have somewhat against you. I believe it was the church of Ephesus. First church I think he wrote to. Not 100% sure. But he said, I have somewhat against you. Because you, you don't still have that same fire that you had. You're starting... You're not being consistent like you were when you first started. When you first got saved, you said, man, this is the best thing ever. I love God. I love this. But now somewhere along the line, you've become complacent. Things just don't affect you the way they used to affect you. That burning desire is not in you like it was. He said, you got to return to your first work. Go back to your first work. I miss how you used to be. When you, man, you were, you were really in this thing. You were consistent then. You weren't fainting then. Now you're starting to get tired. You're becoming weary and well-doing. So he said, when the Son of Man cometh, let me ask you something. Because we want certain things to happen. We want God to do this. We want God to do that. We want God to avenge us of wrongs. We want all these different things in life. But he said, look, will he find faith, though? He's coming. But will your actions line up? Will your actions line up? with what your mouth is saying. See, we're saying we have faith, but our actions are not lining up to that. This lady here, he's showing us how she consistently went after what she desired, even though she was receiving the answer of no. You know, we desire to be saved. We want to be saved. But will you consistently work at this thing? Will you consistently? Somebody thinks, <laughs> let me deal with this before we get out of here. Somebody thinks that just because they got saved, one day, they got saved one day, 20 years ago, they think they're automatically going to heaven because of what they did 20 years ago. But you know, I like to liken that to you getting paid for something that you stopped doing. You know, you got paid, you worked at a job 20 years ago, and you know they paid you 20 years ago. But if you stop working there, they're done paying you. They're not paying you anymore just because you worked there 20 years ago. You quit. 
You said, I'm done working with you guys. You know, how is God going to pay you for something you did so long ago and you stopped? I want to go and show you this. Because when we get in here, you have to faint not. I believe it is Corinthians chapter, 1 Corinthians chapter 9. I might be wrong on that, but I'll see when I get here. Because that sounds wrong to me already. <laughs> yeah, that's that's definitely wrong. Let me let me find this first. 1 Corinthians 15. All right. 1 Corinthians 15. Let's go to verse 2 because we have to keep going at this. Don't give up. Don't allow the devil to cause you to turn back. Don't allow it. The devil wants someone out there to harm themselves. He's telling somebody to commit suicide. Don't allow him to turn you back. That's not what God wants you to do. Don't allow him to cause you to hurt yourself. To cause you to hurt someone else. He's he's trying to manipulate you. I'm just going to tell you the truth. He wants you to quit. But now, I went over here in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 2. Because somebody out there thinks once they got saved, they're forever going to be saved. Now, I want to show you the scripture on this matter. And now, I want to see... If you will accept this, because that is not true. That does not mean you are forever saved because you got saved one day, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, even today. You can walk away from God even today. If you get saved today, you can turn around and walk away from him. Let me show you in the scripture. Let's read verse two. By which also you are saved. We're talking about being saved now. That's the topic. Faint not, friends. Don't quit. Don't give up. Keep praying. Keep doing what God told you to do. He said, you're saved now. Mm -hmm. If you keep in memory what I preached unto you. He said, you are saved. What? If you keep in memory. He said, you're saved if you keep doing this. You keep this in your heart. You keep this in your mind. Uh huh. What I preached unto you, unless you have believed in vain. He says somebody's going to believe in vain. Now, for all the people out there that think once you got saved, you're forever saved, that's not what the scripture said. That's not what the scripture said. He said, You're saved now if you keep going. You can't faint in this. You can't give up on God. He's not giving up on you. You're giving up on him. He told us, I'll never leave nor forsake you. But we can forsake him. He said, you'll be saved if you keep on going, if you don't faint. That's the reason Jesus told us that parable to this end, that you don't quit, that you don't believe in vain. I talked about it last week. Um, in a Bible study, uh, the Bible study, we talked about uh, Christ being risen. Says, some things have been done in vain. 
Christ rose in vain for somebody out there. Why? Because they didn't keep going. Because they didn't believe. Even if they started believing, they allowed somebody to trick them and say, huh, you're right, that is crazy. No, he didn't rise after all. Somebody changed. Somebody did not continue. He told us in one place, if we continue in his word, we're his disciples indeed, if we continue. So we find it plainly here. He said, you're you're saved now. If you keep this in your mind, don't change now. Don't change. Faint not. Don't believe in vain. Notice he said somebody believed in vain. You know, if if you tell people about this today, somebody's going to say, well, they were never saved. That ain't what he said. He said they believed at one point. But they believed for no reason because they changed. They fainted. They didn't keep going. They gave up. So, I just wanted to talk about this tonight to encourage you to be consistent in God despite whatever is happening, despite the storms that may come up in our lives, despite any condition, despite sickness. I know sometimes sickness gets us and you just can't physically do something. I get it. But I'm saying sometimes we just have a headache. Sometimes, uh, you know, I'm just tired. I just didn't sleep that well. And we quit on certain things. But there are, we have to remember not to faint. So I thank you guys. And I hope and pray um, God would continue to be with you, continue to open your mind, continue to open my mind. I need God to open my mind. So God bless you guys. And until the next time, Thank you. Back in the hands of Melvin. Uh, Thank you, Minister. Um, I'm continually amazed at how many things in the natural aligns with the spiritual in the scriptures. Um, One example, our natural birth. You know, when our moms were pregnant with us and then we were born, we had to go through the water. And that is a representation of being water baptized. And when we were born, they made sure they heard a sound. We all, we we cried. And that's the, the same as speaking in tongues. That is a sign that we have been born again of the spirit. And that's just an example. There are a lot of different ones, but Going back to the topic of the message tonight, I remember being in college, and I've done this for plenty of assignments, but one really did stick out to me. Um, It was in my major. It was a computer science project, and I remember getting so frustrated because I didn't understand what the assignment was saying, and I just kept at it and kept at it and kept at it, and about five or six hours later, I finally got what it was saying. And that and that's not to brag on me, but that's just what we have to do in the word of God. Some things, you know, we may get, but we're not going to get all of it. You know, I made this comparison before 
I write code as a software developer, as my day job. Now, somebody who is not, you know, skilled in that category, they can look at it. And the code is written in plain English, but a lot of it, they're not going to understand at first glance. It's not until they actually sit down and look at it for a little while and say, oh, I see this. I see what this is doing here and that piece of code. That's what it's going to take for us to be consistent. You know, we're able to do all of this, you know, our Zoom Bible studies, the live stream through technology. And I remember talking um, to my wife about this. Technology is a beautiful thing. It helps us in so many different areas, but it can hinder us just as much as it can help us. Uh, for instance, there might be a certain phrase, and I was talking to Tony about this the other night, that we may not understand in the Bible. All we have to do is Google it or search in the Bible app. And I thought about all the times people have had to do that before the golden age of technology. Like if you see a certain phrase in the book of Revelation, there was no searching on Google. The internet did not exist yet. So how much harder they had to be consistent, how much harder they had to try, how much more they had to be consistent rather to trying to find what that phrase meant. Tony mentioned it earlier, God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And just like he is, I wish everything was just laid out in the Bible. Just everything was just in, you know, plain English, which no message is hidden. We just have to dig far enough and stay consistent to understand it. But if everything was just laid out for us like that, there would be no need to diligently seek him. He gave us the free will to decide whether to follow him or follow the ways of the heathen, the ways of the world. But we have to put in effort. Uh, I remember there was one place in the Old Testament, I can't remember where it was, but it said when a man turned away from his wicked ways, all of his wicked ways were forgotten. But then in the next verse or in the next part of the same verse, it said if he turned back into his wicked ways, then all of the things that he did good, that will be forgotten. And we see that in the New Testament. Uh, we may think we've done a lot of good things. But the Lord will say, depart from me, you that work iniquity. I never knew you. So all of those things will be forgotten. Just like our sins will be for, forgotten if we um, actually obey, take heed to what he's saying. So we just have to be consistent. I remember using the example of being a lawyer before. So I'll use that again. We did all the work. We did all the good. We've taken all of the classes and we passed the bar exam finally. So we're a lawyer, but we still have to uphold the law. There are some things that you can do to where you can get disbarred. But, we'll, but what we take out of the word of God is, well, once I'm saved, no matter what I do, then I'll still be going into heaven. It's just the same thing. It could be with anything. Getting your, your CDL, your commercial driver's license. Get drunk behind the wheel. You're, you're going to lose that license. 
So we can understand that for everything naturally, but when it comes to God, we can do anything and everything. As long as we got saved, what Tony said 20 years ago, we're good. So we have to be consistent. Those that endure to the end, the same shall be saved. We have to search the scriptures daily in order to get an understanding. But that's all I had to say. So I thank you guys for tuning in once again. As you can see right under the title, this is a pre-recorded message. So we're not ignoring, ignoring any one of you guys. So again, thank you for tuning in. As my weekly reminder to you guys, we do have Zoom Bible studies every Monday evening at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. The link is on our website, jmsbible.com. You can all also catch all of our previous Zoom messages as well as in person. And these messages right here, the live stream messages slash podcast on jmsbible.com slash episodes. You can also submit prayer requests and topic requests all in one place. So please check out the website jmsbible.com. So as I always like to say, rejoice in the Lord always because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies. Count it all joy, count it all joy. And again, count it all joy. No matter what, there is a reason to be joyful in the midst of every single storm. If the Lord blesses and says the same, we'll see you guys next Thursday live once again with another topic coming straight from the word of God. You guys have a happy, safe, and blessed weekend. And once again, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to our weekly Bible study podcast. We hope you enjoyed this evening's message. My name is Melvin Corners, here alone with Minister Tony Banks. You can catch these Bible studies live on Facebook every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time at facebook.com slash jmsbible. We hope to see you guys there. Thank you. So, as mentioned in the message, we have Zoom Bible studies every Monday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. To join our messages, all you'd have to do is click the meeting link in the description. There is also a link to listen to all of our previous Zoom messages as well. We hope to see you guys join in on the study. And always remember to rejoice in the Lord always. Always.